Hi, good morning, everyone. Welcome along to Traders News in a Nutshell. Happy Friday to you. It is Friday, the 28th of July, 2023. Daniel Pettigrew back with you for the final time of the week, broadcasting through SEN 1170 AM in Sydney, SENQ 693 AM in Brisbane, and SEN 1620 AM on the Gold Coast. 1300 01 1170, our open line number. You can send a text 0457 736 736. That's all before Vossie and James Magnuson for breakfast for listers in Sydney, Patton Heels for listers in Queensland for breakfast. Huge night of sport last night. Um, not so good uh, for the Australian uh, Matildas team. We'll get to that. Also, the Roosters, good win for the Broncos. The cricket, an interesting spot. We'll talk about that in just a second, give you a brief rundown of everything that's happening there. Charlie Goodsir will be in the studio with me in a couple of minutes. We'll preview the rest of round 22 of the National Rugby League. A lot to talk about there. Chris Perkins in about 15, 20 minutes to join me from America to give us the latest from America. He's heading to a football game tonight. He's very excited by it. And then John Gallo will wrap up the Matildas loss as well in about half an hour. So really big show. Always time for you though. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. The hot topic, thanks to Rain, built tough for Aussie conditions. When it comes to water heating, ask your plumber to install a Rain. Except nothing less than Australia's best at install a Rain, Australia's favourite hot water. Two past five. All right, let's uh, before we talk to Charlie Goodsir in the studio here, let's just do a recap of what happened last night, where we are in each sport. We'll start with, uh, well, let's start with the Matildas. Uh, three, two down, uh, unfortunately, to Nigeria. And we will talk more about this with John Gallo in about half an hour. They scored first, Australia, just before half time, but then Nigeria hit back. Crowd of almost 50,000 people there. And in the end, Nigeria winning three goals to two. And they scored a late consolation goal, the Matildas, through Alana Kennedy. But they've now dropped to third in Group B, trailing both Nigeria and Canada by a point. Of course, Canada had the win over the Republic of Ireland the other night. Uh, It is a really, really interesting situation the Matildas find themselves in now. Of course, only the top two from each group qualify for the round of 16. And the Matildas' showdown with Canada on Monday night really seems to be, well, is do or die uh, for their World Cup chances. And Canada played pretty well against Ireland the other night. Uh, I think it was on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday night. So disappointing if you watched it, uh, especially when they were 1-0 up. And I know they were without Sam Kerr, Mary Fowler, uh, but still 1-0 up. You thought maybe they were going to go on with it. But no, 3-2 to Nigeria. Well done to them. We'll analyse it more with John Gallo in about half an hour. Uh, he had his eye on it. He was watching all of it. So, yeah, disappointing for the Matildas after their win against Ireland last week. And a big match now coming up on Monday uh, for to see if they can move through to the round of 16. If you were there, if you're listening in Queensland this morning, happy to hear from you. one uh, 1170 or 0457 736 736. Let me know what the experience was like, what the atmosphere was like, despite the Matildas' loss. Now, Rugby League, Broncos 32 over the Roosters 10. If you're at this match, you can give me a call. Paul sent me a text as well. Broncos, they're definitely the real deal this year. Uh, Roosters coach Trent Robinson was asked in a, uh, the press conference if the Broncos can go on to win the competition this year, and he said yes, definitely, and you'd have to agree with them. Uh, they were very good again last night. The Roosters, will get to them in a second, but just some of the attacking footy the Broncos play, the entertaining style of footy they've been playing, and they are a vastly different team to what they were 12 months ago after the origin period. Panthers still my favourites, but the Broncos 
They must be the real deal. They are the real deal. 0457 736 736. Based on what you see, saw last night and what you've seen from the Broncos this year, do you have them in your grand final at the moment? Do you have them maybe as premiership favourites? 1300 01 1170 or 0457 736 736. Very good again last night against the Roosters. Now, the Roosters, uh, very good last weekend against the Titans. And look, they went out there last night and no doubt they had a bit of a crack. Well, they had a crack. Of course they did in the first half and uh, scored some points in the second half. Firstly, well done to Daniel Tupo as well for being the Ro- becoming the Roosters' highest try scorer uh, with 140 tries. Um, but unfortunately for the Roosters, um, by no means would you call them the worst team in the competition. But I think last night really summed up where the Roosters are as a team this year. Uh, I thought some of the last tackle options... Uh, were pretty poor, uh, in particular from Luke Keary. Sandon Smith was quiet as well. Um, and they just look a little bit slow in the middle, don't they? Um, they are getting Dom Young next year. They're getting Spencer Lino who will help, help in the middle. But uh, is that going to be enough to turn them around? Uh, their season not totally done yet, but they've made it very hard for themselves with that loss last night. Uh, the only upshot to the rest of the Roosters' season is the next five games are in Sydney. Three of them are at home. Uh, so if they win all of them or four out of the next five, they probably do make the eight. But even if they did, you'd think they'd be pretty much cannon fodder. Uh, very, very disappointing uh, by the Roosters. But well done to the Brisbane Broncos. Really good performance. And the cricket as well, uh, day one. It's in an interesting Situation: England were bowled out for 283. Now, uh, Harry Brook, uh, he made 85. He was actually dropped uh, early on in his innings by Alex Carey. Ended up making 85. Ben Duckett made 41. Chris Wokes, 36. But all out for 283. In reply, Australia are one for 61 at stumps, uh, trailing England by 222 runs with nine wickets remaining. Warner again got a start. He got 24, but couldn't go on with it. Usman Quadra is not out on 26. Manus Labuschagne not out on two. Australia one for 61, trailing England by 222 runs. Who's on top in that test match? I uh, think Australia, if they can go on and and not lose any early wickets. Jason says on the text, hopefully Usman and Manus can score tons. Well, you, uh, tons, yes. Well, hopefully they can. And you think if they can bat well, then you would think um, England... Uh, sorry, Australia probably on top. But what did you make of day one of the fifth and finals Ashes test? What did you make of the rugby league last night, the football? And what are you most looking forward to over the cross, across this weekend of sport? What are we going to be talking about come Monday morning? one 300 1170 or 0457 736 736. Now on Tradies, the NRL preview. Friday morning, Tradies News in a nutshell. Time to get to our NRL preview for the week. Charlie Goodsir in the studio. Morning to you, Charlie. Good morning. How are we? Very well. Uh, before we get to the NRL competition, the remainder of round 22, of course, the NRLW started last weekend. Fantastic first weekend of the NRLW. And just through the games coming up uh, this weekend, already one game done and dusted the Broncos up against the Titans last night. But we do have some games coming up tomorrow at uh, the race. Will take on the Roosters at 12:50 p.m. 
the Dragons and the Eels at 3.10 p.m. And then on Sunday, the Knights, your team, playing the Cowboys at midday. That'll be followed by the Tigers, who had a big win in round one of the NRLW up against the Cronulla Sharks. Uh, the Roosters also made a bit of a statement in round one. Uh, what did you make of round one of the NRLW, which was, of course, back on last weekend? Your Knights also making a big statement against the Dragons. Yeah, it was excellent. It was really nice seeing the, the new expansion teams as well. Uh Sharks got the win against the other expansion team, the Raiders. Uh, Roosters kept kept on keeping on, and the Knights uh, got the title defence uh, off to a strong start. What I love was the try celebrations, yes. especially from the Tigers girls. Mm. They they were excellent. Mm. I think they sort of ran out of celebrations towards the end because they don't. I don't think they expected to score that many tries, mm. but. Yeah, really good weekend. Really looking forward to this weekend of NRLW. Yeah, and it was interesting in that Roosters match, the one where they beat the Broncos, same scoreline on the same day in the men's match as the women's match as well. That very rarely happens. Yeah, interest, interesting areas there. That's that's mm. worth uh, Wally the stats man having a look. I'll get Wally onto it. All right, the NRLW continues uh, this weekend, already, of course, underway. Round two. Round 22 of the NRL already underway as well. An intriguing matchup last night, but we've got intriguing matchups all across the weekend as well. Although, uh, it starts, uh, well, continues tonight at 6 p.m. The West Tigers taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Now, coming into this round, the Rabbitohs fallen out of the top eight. The Tigers, we know where they are on the ladder. How do we set? Look, I thought, I don't know, they had no Latrell Mitchell last weekend, South Sydney, but I thought they were still pretty disappointing against the Brisbane Broncos. The Tigers, narrow loss to the Dragons. I'm tipping South this one in Tamworth. Yeah, I'm I'm tipping South easy in this one. I think the Tigers pretty much resign themselves that the fact that they're going to win the wooden spoon. Mm. Uh, Souths, yeah, um, don't know what's gone wrong. No, they they're not the team they were. And I get Latrell's out, but even still, like the they were pretty disappointing against the Broncos. They've been disappointing for a couple of weeks now. Mm. Um, I think they're going to win, but it doesn't tell us anything about them. I think they're. I reckon they're more of a chance to miss the top eight than make it. To mm. be honest with you. Um, but uh, well, time will tell, I didn't say. Especially with how congested the ladder is going into this round as well, with a lot of teams still in contention. They're sitting ninth going into the round, so we'll yeah. see. you just got to bank this sort of win. Just yeah. bank it and move on. I tell you what, if they lose, it will be panic stations. I don't think they do, though. No, I don't, I don't think there's a world in which they lose this game. Another intriguing game tonight at 8pm, the Melbourne Storm taking on the Parramatta Eels. This is at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne. The Melbourne Storm lost last weekend to your Newcastle Knights. Well done to Newcastle. We'll get to them in a second. Parramatta, uh, again, maybe disappointing isn't the right word to use because they were without a lot of players. But we talked about it last week. Their run home, the team's just below them as well. They're coming into this round seeing in eighth position. Will they still be in the top eight by the end of this round? Yes, because I'm tipping the upset. Oh, um, I'm going to be on the Eels, Ben and Storm. I just, if it was any other team, I would mm. say no, Storm is in the back. But the Eels are just such a funny team that you can't really put your finger on. Mm. Um, I, I think they were below their best against the Cowboys, but mm. I think that they weren't terrible. It wasn't their worst performance of the season. Mm. They've got they stack up pretty well against the Eels. I know there's no RCG or Mike Acevo, but I, I think any team with Mitchell Moses and Clint Gutherson in it, who are both having really good years, I think they're a red hot chance. I think they'll win this game. Yeah, and you do see they are a very topsy turvy team. And I think on the other side, Melbourne have been a little inconsistent this year as well. You'd expect them in previous years to, and I know the Knights played well, but you'd still expect the Storm to win matches like that. But then we saw when they lost, what was it, six or seven weeks ago to the Cowboys, the next week they played the Sharks and put what almost 50, maybe it was 50 on them. So 
I'm going to tip the Storm, but I wouldn't be surprised to see the Eels. I think it'll be a close game anyway. And I think Marvel Stadium as well, more of a neutral venue, probably does help the Parramatta Eels as well. Another intriguing game tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. The Canberra Raiders taking on the Newcastle Knights. The Knights three in a row now. The Raiders' golden point loss to the Warriors last week, 21 points to 20. The Knights very good. I was a little worried for you guys, 12-0 down early on. Playing well um, and still very much in the hunt for the top eight. The Raiders, though, they're always hard to beat at home. You just give us those two points right now. Uh, <laughs> Newcastle's going to win this game. Uh, I think they just bring with confidence at the moment. I mm. think that game last week, being 12-0 down was almost a blessing in disguise because it meant that the team really had to dig deep and, mm. and find a win. And they played better. They mm. were the better team for more of that game. They deserved to win. And I think that just proves that they can match it with the best teams of the competition against the best players, no matter... How are they going? And the, and the Melbourne Storm didn't play bad at all. Mm. So I, I think that bodes pretty well uh, for Newcastle. I think Canberra were lucky to even get it to Golden Point, to be honest. I, I think the Warriors will be kicking themselves that they let it get mm. back to Golden Point. Uh, I'm going to go the Knights in this game. I, I just think they're, they're something, there's something brewing in Newcastle, Dan. I'm going to go the Raiders, but I do agree with you that I thought they were very lucky last week as well. 20 points to 10 with about five or six minutes to go. Uh, look, I, it's This is a, a toss of the coin match. I'm going the Raiders just because they're home. That's the only reason. Uh, I think the Knights have a... Vi- look, if they can get oh, through the next couple of weeks, I think they've got three games at home in the final few rounds of the competition. They're, they're a red-hot chance. You must be getting excited, but they need to win on, uh, tomorrow. Yeah, need to win tomorrow. Uh, uh, Dragons up against Manly. Manly, another team that need to win. They were very good in the first half against the Cronulla Sharks last weekend. And then, as we saw with a few games last weekend, with the Roosters win over the Titans, with the Panthers win over the Bulldogs, they sort of didn't keep going on with it. In the end, the Sharks almost came back to get them. We know the Dragons did have a win over the Tigers, but they are playing harder opposition tomorrow night. Daily Cherry Evans, 300th game. I think Manly win. Do you see the Dragons causing an upset at all? No, I think Manly win this game pretty comfortably. Yeah, uh, look, that's I, all I'm going to say on it, really. Yeah, <laughs> I think they will as well. And look, the way they played last week, they should be taking enormous confidence out of that. A team that shouldn't be taking enormous confidence out of what happened last week is the Cronulla Sharks. They will travel to Penrith and play tomorrow night at 7.35. I still have Penrith as my premiership favourites. There are teams below them, and I think that can still potentially beat them. But the way Penrith have been playing, the way they've set up their season, they're playing excellent footy. The Sharks, they are in free fall at the moment. Uh, Nothing look. If they have a competitive game against Penrith and lose by two or four points, you could probably say, okay, fair enough, that's okay. A win would be great. But if they get smashed again, question marks have to be asked whether the Cronulla Sharks will even be playing finals footy this year. Yeah, last week's game was woeful. Mm. Um, And I know they came back in the second half, but by then the game was over. Mm. Um, And and if they won, they would have snatched it. Mm. I just think they're a really frustrated team at the moment. Like, Mm. uh, Like Nico Hines... He didn't play badly, but there were a few moments where he would like to have again. And I think when things just weren't going his way, you could just see him lash out a little bit. Mm. Um, and I get that's the sense with the whole team at the moment. They're just not performing for whatever reason. Mm. I I disagree with your take. I think even if they lose by two or four points, I still think it's a failure. Like okay. they mm. are, like the, the, you're, you're right. They are in free fall. This would mm. be, I think, three losses in a row mm. if they lose this one. Mm. And... That they should have won that game against uh, the Eels last week. Uh, sorry, uh, the Seagulls last week. Mm. They were they were by far the more dominant team, lead, getting leading into it. Um, and they, 
are good at home and, and they usually sort of bank those those wins against opposition below them on the ladder and they just did not rock up at all. Mm. Uh, Penrith are just such a well-oiled machine. Mm. Like they, there were those early losses to start the, start the season, but since then it's just been win, 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 even without Nathan Cleary as well. Uh, they just know how to win, win, win a competition. Yeah. They, and, and, but even more so than just win games on the field, they know how to just set themselves and prime themselves up for a mm. successful season and a long run into mm. a season. So Penrith for me easily. You are right. The Sharks, this would be their third loss in a row. The last time they won was against the Tigers. And look, that was less than convincing as well in the first half. I think the Tigers got it back to 12 all or something at half yeah. time. They ended up yeah. running away with it. I also wonder, that second half of the Sharks, I wonder if there's a bit of... False hope's probably not the right word to use for it, but they did score 26 points. But how much how much do you take out of that when you played so badly in the first half and the other team probably did switch off a little bit? Nothing. I think it's moot. I think they let themselves get 30-0 down. So any team that does that doesn't deserve to win. Two games on Sunday, the Bulldogs taking on the Dolphins. The Dolphins still a chance uh, coming into the round, only two points outside of the top eight. The Bulldogs not a chance to make the top eight, but they have named a pretty strong lineup. Um, this game intrigues me a little bit because it is, uh, well, it's in Bundaberg, actually. So it is in uh, Queensland. Look, I'll tip the Dolphins, but it, this is a, one of those games where I wouldn't be overly surprised to see a bit of an upset. This is tough, this yeah. game. Uh, the Dolphins, I think, have just fallen to the wayside a little bit. Mm. I think the hype train has well and truly uh, stopped. Mm. Um, I, I think they're at the stage of the season where I think everyone thought they would be, which mm, yeah. is injuries, suspensions towards the back end of the year, and they've sort of fell off a little bit. Mm. I still think they can win this game, but I agree. Like, the Bulldogs... As bad as they've been, and they've been absolutely shocking. Mm. Um, I was I was talking to Vossi off air this, uh, yesterday morning, mm. and I said, "Look, for how bad the Tigers and Drags have been, no one expected anything of them this season. No, um, I think a lot of people expected the Bulldogs to to turn around their fortunes, and we saw that earlier this year they beat the Storm in Melbourne mm. in like round three or four. Mm. They're a team on the rise, and since then they've been rubbish." Conceding 66 points to the Knights of all teams is not good enough. No. Um, so I think they've been my biggest disappointment. If they can win this game, they can show their fans a little bit. Mm. Uh, I'm going to tip the Dolphins, though. You're going to tip the Dolphins. And it's funny with the Dolphins. A couple of weeks ago, people were saying how not easy because no draw is easy, but they were probably one of the easiest runs home. But now you look at it, they've got the Bulldogs playing, then playing the Knights. Uh, they then play the Roosters, which always a tough task at Allianz. They do then have the Tigers, but then they finish off with the Cowboys and the Warriors. That is not an easy run home at all now for the Dolphins. No, uh, I think you can rule the Dolphins out of finals mm. pretty comfortably. Uh, but that being said, it's been a, a really fantastic season at this point. And a team that was very disappointing last weekend was the Titans. The Roosters very good in the first half, but you'd expect more from the Titans at home and what was almost a must-win game up against the Cowboys, who have been excellent. Look, my main worry, I'm going to tip the Cowboys. I think it could be, I expect the Titans to put up a better performance. My main worry for teams like the Cowboys and probably any of the teams underneath them is that for them to make finals, and we saw this last year with the Roosters, they've had to be up for such a long time. Any team outside of the top eight now who may go on a run have to be up for such a long time. How long can you maintain that? Uh, look, I think the Cowboys win this game, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them drop a game at some point in the lead up to the finals. But I think they win this one. I think they win this one too. I think this is a cracker game to finish. Mm. I think it's going to be a really exciting, fast-paced, mm. high-scoring game mm. as well. Um 
I like what I like where your head's at with this one in terms of how long can they keep this going because I think we saw that with the Roosters last year, got on this massive run mm. and then just spent everything in that final game mm. uh, at Allianz where they were just bashing crazy yeah. and uh, very strange game of football. That strange, yes. strange game of, of yeah. rugby league. But I, I do see a point, and I think they're vulnerable in terms of if they don't finish in the top four, which I, I don't think they will. I think they've left their run a little bit too late. Mm. Um, where it's just one bad performance, one loss in the finals, and they're out. Well, you just look at their run home as well. So, got the Titans on mm. Sunday. They then play the Broncos at Townsville, followed by the Sharks at Townsville, so home games. But then the Dolphins at Suncorp, and they finish off with the Panthers in Penrith. So, that is not an easy run home at all for the Cowboys. So, they need to be winning games like this on Sunday. Yeah, I think these are the games. I honestly think they'll win all those games, to be honest with you, because mm. I think that last game... Um, Panthers may rest. In, in, yeah. in Penrith, I reckon uh, Penrith will... I think similar to what they've done last year. And I think that's the reason why the Cowboys have won the last like three or four games mm. in a row against Penrith because it's either come during origin mm. or the last round of the season when mm. the Panthers have already locked up the minor premiership. Mm. Um, so I, I think they'll go on that run. I, I don't see them winning the premiership though. Mm. Uh, but who knows? But, but, you haven't but, been the but they have to start on, on Sunday and they'll beat the Titans. Thank you, Charlie. Uh, I'm off next Friday, so we might get you in next Thursday for a full preview. We can include the Thursday game for once. Oh, that's nice. I look forward to it. Thank you, Charlie. Enjoy uh, any movies or anything this weekend? No, not this weekend. Not this weekend. No. Now, how was Barbie, by the way, just very quickly? It, it was good. It was good. good. Um, I was a little bit disappointed, if I'm being honest. Um, but I, I think I expected the moon and, and still got the stars. So. And I'm sure they're not overly worried with how much money they've been making as well. Over they're there. making a bucket load. I know. Charlie, thank you. We'll speak to you next week. Thank you. Charlie Good, sir, with our NRL preview. Twenty six past five, just on that NRLW game last night. Went to Golden Point, went to extra time. The Titans seventeen over the Broncos sixteen. Lauren Brown with the winning field goal. So another exciting start to the second round of the NRLW. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What did you make of uh, the players covering the logo last night? Did it affect you at all? Uh, probably not, but happy to hear your thoughts. one 300 one Thoughts on the Matildas loss? We'll talk to John Gallo shortly about that. Um, disappointing. 3-2 down to Nigeria. Broncos, are they the real deal? I think they are. And are the Roosters done for this year? Again, some of the last tackle options last night from the Roosters were pretty poor and they looked pretty slow in the middle. I think that probably summed up where the Roosters are this year. And the cricket, what did you make of day one? Australia, uh, I think on top, one for 61. They're trailing by uh, about 222 runs. All right, we don't want to leave this man leaving, uh, waiting any longer. He's very excited. Now on Tradies News, it's time to get the latest from the USA. All right, time to go to Chris Perkins, who in about five, six hours' time will be attending a football match tonight, your time. Morning to you, Chris. Six and a half hours to mm. kick off. Uh, I would arguably call this the biggest game in the history of St. Louis City Soccer Club. So fill the list is in, in is, uh, as to what is happening. It is match day two of League Cup, which is a new competition between Major League Soccer and Liga MX, the Mexican First Division. So you've got U.S. teams, you've got Mexican teams. They're, they're mixed up in, in groups of three. Tonight, St. Louis City, their second match, they lost to Columbus Sunday night 2-1 in, in match day one. Tonight, 
They play the biggest club in North America. Mm. And you want to talk about a heavyweight fight. They're playing Club America out of Mexico City, 13-time Mexican First Division champions, seven-time uh, CONCACAF Champions League winners. Uh, they, they are synonymous with football success in North America. Fans everywhere. It's at City Park in St. Louis. I'm on the road right now heading to pick up my, my stepdaughter to take her up to the game because we've been planning this for three months. I am pumped. Tonight is the night. Current temperature in St. Louis is 39 Celsius. It is blistering hot and humid here, and I don't care. Uh, Not a fan of that for me. But uh, is it supposed to cool down at all before the game, or are we expecting pretty warm weather? I mean, if it's 39 now, it may cool down, but I can't see cooling down that much. Uh, by 9 o'clock tonight, mm. I would expect it maybe 32, 33. It's still going to be hot, but you know the energy level is going to be insane in that stadium tonight. Uh, and the eyes of the world will be on it. It's in it, Basically, it's in its own window on television. Uh, it is available on Apple TV Plus for free, so you don't need the, the MLS Season Pass subscription. If you got Apple TV Plus, you can watch this game. It's going to be on pay services across uh, across FS1 in the United States. Mm. It'll be broadcast all across Mexico. The eyes of the football world, at least in North America, are going to be on St. Louis at 9 p.m. tonight. And I am so excited for this. And what sort of crowd are they expecting, Chris? Sellout and overflow. Mm. They'll, they'll, I, they, St. Louis has sold out every game. And, you know, 22,400. Every game this year has been that way. It'll be the same tonight. It will be a it will be a vast majority of St. Louis fans. It will be a sea of red inside City Park tonight, uh, with, with a handful of Club America fans in there, I'm sure. But it will be very it will be very pro home team tonight. It will not be neutral. And just before we get to the cricket, are you going to be? So have you got like a banner or a sign to take in? How are we going to spot you on the TV, Chris? What, what are you going to do? You're going to bring in like a big SEN sign, a trade news in a nutshell, something like that? No. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything okay. like that. Uh. It'll just be a really large guy sitting up in section two seventeen. We'll keep an with, eye with his scarf. All right, we'll keep yeah, an so we'll keep an eye. I'll, I'll be. My, me and my daughter will be will be up above the supporters section, up above the north bank, uh, to the left two. of the screen. If you're watching on television, so section two seventeen, left of the screen. Okay, brilliant. Thank you. Uh, now, uh, also uh, the cricket <laughs> into their final stages. Yeah, uh, major league cricket. The playoffs start uh, actually about an hour from now down in Grand Prairie. Uh, Washington Freedom and MI New York play in the Eliminator. Uh, followed by Seattle and San Francisco, or no, Seattle and the Texas Super Kings in, right, in the uh, uh, qualifier tonight. Um, so the winner can automatically yep. qualify for Sunday's final. Mm. The eliminator, the winner of the eliminator, plays the loser of the qualifier tomorrow in another eliminator for the other spot in the final. So uh, getting down toward the end, but it's been a really fun tournament. Uh, did notice uh, Trent Bolt top of the wicket takers in, in the in the MLSC mm. stats. He's taken eleven wickets. Big surprise, Trent Bolt blowing up wickets. Yes, who would have thought? He seems to do that. 
yeah, who would have thought Trent Bolt would be doing that? You know, bringing that massive heater down down the ground and blowing wickets up. He does it everywhere else in the world. Why not in the United States? Yeah, uh, and I'll be interested. We'll, uh, we'll pretty uh, push for time today, but we might have more of a chat on Monday uh, or Tuesday next week about how much traction this has got and how much interest it has brought to uh, cricket in America. We'll wait, we'll save that. We'll do that uh, on Monday. Now, your NRL tips before we let you go. Now, a little spoiler alert for when we go through them all. You've already got one right because normally we talk to you on a Thursday. Uh, I sent you a message and I did pass this on uh, to everyone uh, yesterday that you tipped the Broncos and one from one. So well done. So let's go through the rest of them. Uh, see if you can go for All a right. perfect round. West Tigers or South Sydney Rabbitohs? Uh, I'm not, I'm staying away from the West. And this yeah. is going to get me in trouble, I'm sure, because this will be a week where they do pull it off. I'll take the Rabbitohs. Yes, uh, probably wise. Uh, Melbourne Storm, Parramatta Eels. Uh, I will go with the storm. I'm going to go back to thank, back in the storm again. Okay. Uh, Canberra Raiders, Newcastle Knights. Raiders and Knights. I will take the Raiders. Raiders at home. Okay. is going to be a very interesting match. Dragons, the Georgia Laura Dragons, Manly Sea Eagles. Oh. I'll take Manly on that one. All right. You're going to go Manly. Uh, what about the Penrith Panthers or the Cronulla Sharks? I'll take the Panthers. Panthers, okay. And then just two games left on Sunday. That's the Bulldogs up against the Dolphins. Uh, ooh, 17 against 12. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to take a take a shot in the dark. I'm going to say Bulldogs. Uh, okay. Do some serious harm to the Dolphins' finals chances. They could. They could definitely if they win. And the final game, Gold Coast Titans or the North Queensland Cowboys? I will. Yeah. Who was it? Uh, that's. Uh, I'll take the Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. So, uh, you tipped the Broncos last night. So South Storm Raiders Manly Panthers Dogs Cowboys. That is Chris Perkins' tips for round twenty-two of the National Rugby League. We'll see what happens. You're one from one so far. Enjoy the football tonight, Chris. We'll keep an eye out for you. Section 217, left-hand side of the screen for anyone watching, which I'm sure all our listeners will be. Thank you, mate. Have a good weekend. Enjoy tonight. We'll chat on Monday. My pleasure. Enjoy it. High noon Eastern, Australian Eastern time is kickoff. Very good. Thank you, mate. Have a good one. All right, you too. Chris Perkins on the line from America. We'll take a break. On the other side of this, we'll talk football, continue to talk football, with the Matildas lost to Nigeria last night. We'll do it next. It's 25 to 6. 21 to 6. John Gallo talking football in a second. Just before that, a text here from Dino says, Morning. I think it's disgusting that the Rugby League Players Association have decided to black out the NRL logo this weekend and all on all player jerseys. I, like so many fans, live and breathe this great game, and this is a real kick in the guts. I truly hope that Clint Newton feels good about this. Just a sad, sad day for the greatest game. Cheers, Dino, from the gong. Yeah, thank you for the text, Dino. Look, I, I thought it looked, just looked a bit silly last night, to be honest. However, um, as I said yesterday, it just continues on. I think a lot of people, including myself, are pretty over it, to be honest. But 
it continues. And at the moment, I'm still a little concerned that we're heading in the direction of a strike at some point. Hopefully it doesn't get to that stage and hopefully not this year. Well, hopefully never, but hopefully not in the lead up to the finals or the finals. Your thoughts on all of that? Your thoughts on the sport last night? The cricket, Australia won for 61, trailing by 222 runs at stumps. David Warner made a decent start, but again, uh, out early. Uh, on the football, the rugby league last night, uh, the Broncos, are they the real deal? I think they are. Uh, the Roosters done for the year. Five games left, all in Sydney, but you'd think not have to win four out of their last five, at least, to be making the finals. And the Matildas, we're going to talk about that now. They lost to Nigeria two goals to uh, three goals to two. Any thoughts on all of that? 0457 736 736 or 1300 01 1170. Now on Tradies News, it's time for the latest in football. At 19 to 6, John Gello on the line. Morning to you, John. Morning to you, Dan. How are we? Uh, extremely, extremely well. Um, and I do have something, an idea to run past you off air. So just stay off, uh, stay on the line when we uh, hang up. Uh, but anyway, before that, uh, sure, the, that, just something came to my mind. Uh, now, the Matildas, 3-2 now. Uh, yeah. I must admit, I'll be open and honest, I only saw very little bits and pieces of this. I was watching the NRL, but I was flicking across and um, in uh, when every, every time a try was scored in the rugby league, and that was quite often. Um, and... Look, I know they're without Sam Kerr. I know Mary Fowler was also out injured. But that, to me, is a pretty disappointing result, especially as they got the first goal. They led 1-0, not for long, but then to concede three goals, very disappointing. Yeah, it was. And, uh, yeah, look, it was a very, very rough night for, for the Matildas, that's for sure, because, you know, I think when you look at the first 45 minutes of that first half, we, we, we actually dominated the game up until about the 44-minute mark before Nigeria scored before half time, And up until that point, we had so many chances that the Matildas created. Um, you know, we really opened up and, and went around the Nigerian defence quite a few times with some really good cross balls into the box. And there was a bit of ricochet going on around the 18-yard uh, the box, but unfortunately the ball never really broke to... A Matilda's player to knock it in the back of the net, but we came very, very close a few times in that first half, and we obviously went up one nil midway through, which was great. But um, the second half, once Nigeria got that equaliser before half time, it was as if we were on the back foot right from the beginning of the second half towards the end. Really, Nigeria just started to control the game, and we had a few defensive lapses here and there as well. Um, I suppose their equaliser for Nigeria before half-time was a bit of a lucky goal, I guess. It was a bit of a ricochet that fell to a to Nigerian striker who tapped it into the net. Um, so, yeah, it was a really game of mixed emotions at the end of it because I don't think Nigeria did all that much to, to score their goals. It wasn't like they were spectacular, well-built-up goals, but they more or less were defensive errors from, from the Matildas, if I'm honest. Um, that partnership in the middle between Claire Hunt and Alana Kennedy. Alana Kennedy's been very experienced in Australia for many years, but that partnership in the back there just seemed to not be clicking in that second half. And there was a few, as I said, defensive areas that uh, fell Nigeria's way. And credit to Nigeria, they took full advantage of it. They took advantage of all their opportunities. They didn't create a whole lot of opportunities, but the ones they did create found the back of the net more times than the Matildas did. So three goals to two. The second goal for Australia was a bit of a consolation, if I'm honest, because it was 3-1 to large period of that second half. But there's a lot of work to be done. And, and to be fair, there were a lot of people after the Ireland game that looked at this performance and, and kind of thought that there was still a lot of room for improvement to be mm. done 
Um, although it was a 1-0 win for the, the Tilders at the time, there was still a lot of ground to make up in terms of our overall 90-minute performance. And I think now in this Nigeria game, you could see some of those holes in the uh, in the defensive side things, yeah. some of the Matildas being exploited. So, yeah, definitely concerning heading to the final game against Canada. I was going to ask you that with after the Republic of Ireland game, Australia did get the win. But as you said, I think last week on the show, and you've heard from various other people, wasn't the best performance. So they were. Uh, I, I don't. I, don't know if people expected Nigeria to win last night, but there were a few question marks. It, it leaves them in a really tricky position, doesn't it? Because they're now third in their group. Uh, they're sitting on three points. The Republic of Ireland are done. However, Nigeria will play the Republic of Ireland on Monday. Canada play Australia in Melbourne. Now, Australia win, they'll get through. But it's a tough game, considering as well what we saw Canada do the other night over in Perth. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, a lot riding for Canada as well. They want to finish, you know, in, in a promotion stage as well and go to the next round, obviously. So for them, there's a lot riding on this game. And it's, it's pretty much a grand final for both teams when you look at it. I think for Nigeria versus Ireland, look, I mean, Ireland now, they've lost their two opening games. Obviously, they're not going to be going through to the next stage of the World Cup. They're, they're knocked out officially. But I think from an Ireland point of view, you want to get home with at least three points if you can so that you can at least brag about a win when you're, in, in a World Cup. So I think for Ireland, there's maybe that pride factor at stake. So hopefully, from the Aussie point of view, that the Irish put up a bit of a fight against Nigeria. I don't think Nigeria will walk through Ireland by any means. But for us and, and Canada, we need to get the win. We have to concentrate on getting the three points and not try and sit back and get a draw because a draw, I don't think, in this situation will be enough. It'll come down to goal difference and all the rest of it. And once you start weighing in goals for and against, mm-hmm. you have to be a, a mathematician genius to work out if we're going to go through or not. So... I think the, the main thing is the Aussies just need to focus on getting the win over Canada. But as you said, Canada won't be easy. Defensively, they, they set up very, very well with the ball. They're just as polished. So, you know, Canadians will be a big test for, for the Aussies, that's for sure. But look, the main thing is we need our players back. I mean, yeah. I think it really shows that the lack of depth up front. Sam Kerr has been out the first two games of, of this tournament. We, we just lacked a little bit of spark up front. Caitlin Ford, she tried and pushed the envelope a little bit in the back four during the course of the game, but she really never got going throughout the second half. I think Sam Kerr was a big miss uh, and just having that experience in Avic as well in the back centre back there, we just missed that experience as well. So a little bit to work on going into the last game, but uh, whether or not we do too many changes in the last game will be uh, interesting to see as well. Yeah, I'd still be surprised to see Sam Kerr back and it'll be interesting to see if uh, Mary Fowler and uh, Amy Lewick is back, are back as well because that concussion we've known obviously from seeing it in the NRL for so long that uh, it's not, a, I don't think it's an 11 day mandatory stand down like the NRL is, but if they did it on Tuesday, then back on Monday, it'd be tough. Both those games, Monday night at 8 p.m., we'll have a chat Monday and Tuesday, I'll get your preview and review of that. Just quickly, uh, the other games yesterday as well, uh, Portugal 2, Vietnam nil, no surprise there. Really entertaining game early on. I did watch the majority of this. Um, I know you would have been at work, so you probably wouldn't have seen a lot of it, but uh, the United States-Netherlands won all really good game of football. Yeah, really good game of football. And uh, and obviously, Netherlands you know, had a good lead there for an early stage, 1-0, and then it wasn't until the 60-second mark where uh, US leveled the scoreline, one all. I think it goes to show you these two sides are, are some of the heavyweights of the competition and really close game. Reminds me a lot of the Argentina and Italy game. I did go and watch the highlights afterwards and it was mm. a game that seemingly had a lot of opportunities created for both sides and really good football being played as well. So, yeah, I think you're seeing two heavyweights uh, playing it out there. But I think you know, I think the US uh, probably finished the game a little bit better, a little bit more stronger than the Netherlands, if I'm honest. 
But um, yeah, the Netherlands started very, very well. Two good games um, to be played, obviously with uh, with Australia and, and Nigeria. But despite the result for the Matildas, I still think overall was a great watch to see if you're a neutral fan. Uh, but yeah, I think it was, it was really good to see, obviously, Netherlands and the US start the day on a bang because I think that football was, was really to be admired. All right, just quickly, just your quick tips for the games today. 10 a.m. this morning, this game being played in New Zealand. Argentina, South Africa. I'm going Argentina. I think Argentina did very well in the first game against Italy. They're unfortunate to walk away with a loss, but I think Argentina will bounce back with all three points. 6.30 tonight, this one at uh, uh, the Sydney Football Stadium. Uh, England playing Denmark. Big one, this. Uh, two teams on top of their groups. Big, the biggest teams in their groups, respectively. I'm going to go with England. I think England won, Neil. Expecting a big crowd, you'd imagine, there at the football stadium. At 9pm tonight, China taking on Haiti. big one. China taking on Haiti. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, everyone's going to the eyes glued to this TV. China versus Haiti. I mean, who would have thought you'd see that in the Football World Cup? But there you go. I'm going to go with China. I think China, I have to, be, I have to say, China's first game, I was really impressed with the way they, they moved mm. the ball, the Chinese. They were really sharp and crisp on the ball, kept the ball really well. I just think up front they lack a little bit of execution, but I think China will get the win here, 1-0. Another entertaining day of the Women's World Cup coming up. Of course, you can hear all games on SCN across the SCN network, the SCN app and DAB Plus uh, headline, you'd say, by that England-Denmark game tonight at 6.30. Thank you, John. Any plans for the weekend? Uh, watching the China and Haiti games, you know, um, I don't know. We'll catch up, obviously. Dan had a lovely, uh, lovely drink or two. Obviously, mm. drink responsibly. Yes, please um, do. And yeah, Saturday, Sunday, I'll be going down to Mollymook in Aladulla, mm. a lovely part of Mollymook. A lovely right. beach down there, Dan, so I can stare at the harbour and the beach down there for a while. A different harbour. And uh, yeah, beautiful harbour, beautiful yes. beach, Mollymook Beach, and, and Aladulla, Milton. Mm. So I'll be down, going down, down that way on Saturday. What? being a tour guide well, again. In, well, enjoy tonight then and have a good weekend. Uh, speak to you soon. We'll chat on Monday. We'll preview the Matildas game. Thank you, mate. Speak soon. All right, mate. Speak to you soon. John Yellow on the line talking all things football. We'll finish off the show with some text. We'll also let you know what's happening across the AFL weekend next. It's 10 to 6. More good news for Australia in the pool last night. Kyle Chalmers winning gold in the 100-metre freestyle at the World Swimming Championships in Japan. Well done to Kyle Chalmers. Now, big weekend in the AFL coming up. Huge game tonight between Collingwood and Carlton. Collingwood top of the table. But Carlton uh, won a couple of games in a row. That'll be at 7.50 tonight. Followed by the Bulldogs and the Giants tomorrow. Geelong play Fremantle. Gold Coast up against uh, Brisbane uh, Essendon up against Sydney, Adelaide, Port Adelaide, Hawthorne will play St Kilda, Richmond will play Melbourne, and West Coast West Coast will play North Melbourne. That is round 20 of the AFL Tech. So the Chookman to finish things off. Hi, Dan. Roosters, charcoal chicken. Charcoal chicken. Making me hungry. Uh, no, they never look like scoring except the bomb. That from Chookman. Yeah, agree. I thought their last tackle options, very poor indeed. Um, and, yeah, that has to be fixed up very quickly. One would think going to be an interesting few weeks and maybe potentially off-season for the Roosters. Anyway, thank you for your company today. Thank you for your company this week. Breakfast is coming up. Patton Hills in Queensland, Vossi and James Mag Magnuson in Sydney. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll catch you back here Monday morning from 5am. Breakfast follows the news.